So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. An epic dream match is in the works for WrestleMania. This and so much more. Share the link or you stink. It's Sports Kita Wrestling News. Brock Lesnar is set for a massive monster versus monster mash at WrestleMania. And no, I'm not talking about him versus Braun Strowman. They've done that one before. Yes, WrestlingNews.co is reporting today that Lesnar is internally listed to face the current Intercontinental Champion, Gunther. Yes, this has been a match that some wrestling fans have been clamoring for ever since Gunther made his way up to the WWE main roster, formerly known as Walter, and formerly known as one of the most dominating figures in the European wrestling scene. Of course, Lesnar loves himself some of them big boys and has had some epic matches with characters in the same vein in the past. But this one is fresh, this one is new, and Gunther is a guy who can physically hang with Lesnar. This is a legitimate UFC fighter with a real challenge in front of him in Gunther. I'm on board for it. It doesn't take much hype to get me hyped for this match. Please, let's make this happen. AEW presented Ring of Honor Final Battle 2022, a very, very strong pay-per-view this past weekend, featuring maybe one of the best matches of the year with the Briscoes versus FTR. But there were many in the wrestling media landscape expecting a major announcement from AEW's Tony Khan about the future of Ring of Honor and if the brand will get its own weekly TV show like a lot of people want. Well, the post-show media scrum featured an announcement that some feel is underwhelming. As the launch of Honor Club is upon us, this is the former streaming service that ROH had before AEW bought it out. It is back at $9.99 a month. It will feature the entire classic Ring of Honor catalog with some of the greatest wrestlers of all time. That's pretty cool, but it's another streaming service. Some people are kind of sketchy about that. And the new ROH pay-per-views will only be on this service 90 days after they air on pay-per-view. So... Okay, all right, and ROH Weekly TV, that will be on Honor Club. The announcement of when this will start will come in January after New Japan Pro Wrestling's big Wrestle Kingdom show, Khan saying that New Japan will have a heavy presence in the new weekly TV show. What the future of this will be is not exactly clear, but it's a sign that ROH TV isn't something you're going to see with Warner Brothers Discovery's big streaming platforms like HBO Max, which some were hoping for but is not happening. Speaking of Ring of Honor Final Battle, Roosh was suspended for his villainous action 
emotions at the show. Yes, he was tag teaming with his brother, Jalistico. Yes, the match Luchador and him faced an odd finish where apparently losing to AR Fox and Blake Christian was not the plan. Maybe a fast count of some kind. Doesn't really matter because Roosh and his tag team partner went off on AR Fox and Blake Christian, attacking them with steel chairs and also attacking the referee. It has now been said on Twitter by Jose the Assistant that they are suspended for a week from AEW. Now, is this a real suspension or a kayfabe one? It's not exactly clear, but it didn't look that great. And that finish was weird. Yeah, it was weird. The much maligned SmackDown Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey, does not care what you think. She is still shouting off on the internet. On one of her gaming streams, she revealed that she's okay with not being a singles champion in WWE and would love to have a tag team run. We would assume that would be with her longtime training partner and on-screen partner right now, Shayna Baszler. I would love to see Baszler and Rousey as a just wreck'em tag team champion run in WWE. It makes a lot of sense and it would give a lot more gravity to the tag team titles right now for the women who kind of need that. An update on the inner workings of WWE NXT and how it figures into Raw and SmackDown. A lot of NXT talent has been featured on Main Event, WWE's TV show that they're taping before Monday Night Raw, and this has been seen as an opportunity to see some of those talents in a different mindset, in a different landscape, getting them out of the Performance Center in front of bigger crowds. How do those NXT superstars adapt? Some people think that this is an immediate call-up. Whoever you see on main event from NXT is immediately going to go up to the main roster. Now, that trajectory makes a lot of sense. It's what's happened before. But actually, it's not exactly that. It's more just, hey, let's see what they got outside of Orlando. And some talent has certainly benefited from it. Internally, NXT superstars have called it a reward for their hard work to be able to go and wrestle in front of more fans outside of the Performance Center. What do you think of these news stories? What do you want to see happen with Brock versus Gunther? I want to know. You should be telling us in the comments below. Subscribe to our podcast, available wherever you get your podcast, Sports Key to Wrestling. Search for it, give it five stars and a review. Exclusive content with Vince Russo, Dutch Mantel, Teddy Long. Big interviews like the one we just did with Carmelo Hayes and Zaya Brookside. They're all available right now in your ears, wherever you get your podcasts. Big news from WWE today and AEW. What does it mean? What's going on? Who jumped from what? They're behind the it's not a wrestler. And what's the latest with William Regal? Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Hey, everybody, it's Kev Kellum. Do these with your thumbs. If you can see the screen, that's uh, put your thumb down on the screen and uh, click the like button. Like, hammer it right now. Share the link or you stink. I'm Kev Kellum. It's Sports Keto Wrestling right there. A lot of news for you here on a Monday to dive into two big stories in this one video and podcast update for you. Uh, and if you're enjoying it, make sure you turn those notifications on. If you're watching on Facebook, so you know exactly when we drop live videos and new videos just like this. We have a new one up today about that big dream match with Brock Lesnar and Gunther. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, but I have some other big news to talk about in this video. Yes, what's going on with someone being hired from the WWE ranks, a former vice president joining AEW? And what's going on with William Regal? An update on that story we covered last week. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit the like on all the different apps that we're on, Twitter, 
Instagram, YouTube. So we got two different YouTube channels, WrestleBinge, if you want to check that out as well. Uh, so let's get right back into it. What is the story here at hand? Well, AEW has scooped up someone from the WWE ranks. A former WWE executive is joining AEW. His name is Michael Mansuri. Why is he a big deal? Well, he's a critical part of WWE's television production for a long, long time. He was involved with WWE. I uh, started with them in 2009 and worked his way up the ranks and was with them until 2020, 2020, excuse me, and uh, left on his own terms, not part of the layoffs. So he left the company. He also worked with the, the Pat McAfee show and has since worked with the Asian-based mixed martial arts promotion. One He's a vice president of executive global production. And he did similar stuff for WWE. So he's involved in the production elements that made WWE feel larger than life, which I think is a reason why some people connect with it so much. And some people said this, maybe that's the issue with AEW is they're held back by that, even though they have larger than life talent, you know, but if you look at their production value, I think it's, it's on par with WWE in terms of like the pyro and the way it's shot and the way everything looks. What's going on? Watch out, watch out for all the people watching for the first time. If you're watching right now, go ahead and hit that like button. Yes. A former, AEW, former WWE executive joining AEW. Uh, this is a coup for AEW. Now, of course, AEW did have a weird production weekend. They were busy with uh, Ring of Honor, Final Battle, which was a, a pay-per-view they presented on Saturday afternoon, not to conflict with the UFC pay-per-view on Saturday night and WWE NXT deadline. Now, a lot of people were expecting a big announcement about that story and what was going to happen with it. They're going to have, uh, they're going to announce television. This new brand they brought into the fold, you're going to have TV, weekly TV. That's what everyone's expecting. We didn't exactly get that, at least not on television. You're getting a weekly show from Ring of Honor, but it'll be on a streaming service called Honor Club, which existed in the past when Ring of Honor was its own entity within Sinclair Broadcasting Group. Now under the ownership of Tony Khan, personally, by the way, he owns it specifically himself, but runs it in conjunction with AEW. So they won't be doing um, a weekly television show. Maybe that's what Michael Mansuri has been brought in to work on is this expanded production level they're going to do. Uh, we're going to have more information on that weekly Ring of Honor show from AEW starting in January, where that will be shot, how that will be shot. Will it be shot like at AEW Dynamite before or after the show? Will it be shot like in a studio, like at Universal Studios, where they shoot their uh, web shows like Dark and Dark Elevation? They're doing some tapings there. Will it be shot like Rampage? Will it shoot it on its own? Uh, it's It's really is a lot unclear right now. Maybe that's kind of what Michael Mansour is being brought in for to deal with here. Uh, a lot of people with different takes here and all the different things here uh, for what's moving along here. We have big videos up, by the way, on our Facebook watch page about Sasha Banks, about John Cena and his big comeback. So if you're watching on Facebook, go check those videos out as well. Uh, let's give you an update here as well on William Regal. What is going on with him? Well, William Regal is indeed heading back to WWE. We've known that, but we have a little bit more clarification on what he's going to be doing. Thanks to the Wrestling Observer. Wrestling Observer reporting that uh, uh, a lot going on with this whole scenario. Uh, obviously, he leaves AEW. He was involved in the angle that crowned a new world champion. He managed the Black Cool Co Combat Club. He joins him in February when he's let go by WWE. But he was obviously a Triple H guy, and Triple H now runs WWE. But according to PWI Insider and F4W uh, Wrestling Observer backing the story up, Regal... And representatives at WWE have finalized a deal that will see him join the company the first week of January. Uh, this follows up a comment by Tony Khan saying that he's not going to be on camera. 
And Regal will have a vice president role. It's worth noting that his previous role in WWE was the director of talent development and head of global recruiting. I wonder how much involvement he'll have in NXT. He was deeply involved in the rise of that brand, has talked about how much that meant in his career uh, publicly. And I think he's going to be involved in that. WWE's Next in Line program makes a lot of sense for him to be involved with, bringing in college talent to the company bringing in already vetted independent wrestling stars of the company, which WWE is going to keep doing. And a lot of people thought, oh, they're doing the college athlete thing. They're not getting um, like independent wrestlers to come to come. They are. They absolutely are. I can tell you from talking to people I know in WWE, they are still looking at independent wrestlers or people that are outside of WWE in the wrestling landscape. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Um. <clears throat> Uh, I'm sorry. I I thought I read a comment there wrong. I just want to make sure I'm up here up to date with it. So what do you think of William Regan coming back to WWE? Would love to hear your update about that. Your feelings about that change. Do you feel good about it? Is it good for them? Obviously, maybe not the best thing for AEW as they lose a really respected voice in the business. Uh, It's an interesting time. It's an interesting time. You know, people who were in WWE at one point now going to AEW, William Regal going back to WWE makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot, a lot of sense. Uh, Larry with the take. I read somewhere WWE want to bring back Miro. Um, That's pure speculation. I don't mind. I'll keep that comment up here, Larry. Uh, Obviously, Miro has only wrestled a handful of times for AEW this year. And there is no creative plan currently even for him. Uh, The last word we heard is that there was something pitched to him and he turned it down and he didn't want to go with that creative. And that's exactly why he's not with the company at the moment. Or, I mean, he's with the company, but he's not actively on camera with the company. He is with the company. Don't don't, don't say anything like that. Uh, So I just want to clarify for you on that. Uh, So I, I think it's pretty, it's pretty odd that you're not having such a big name like him. A guy who's, you know, done WrestleMania matches with John Cena isn't on your television program and you're, fighting for every quarter hour and ratings that you can get. And he's a known name. I've heard other people say, ah, this is just an example of him, you know, not being with it here. Uh, question uh, now is, well, will Brian Danielson be going to get to WWE, especially since they, the, the storyline is he's still by Regal's side. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think he's locked into a deal into 2024. Uh, he said this will be the last time he'll be a full-time wrestler, but I don't think that would keep him from doing some things with uh, WWE if he was healthy and he felt okay with it. It's worth noting, you know, he's had a lot of very, very serious injuries, the concussions that are well-documented, the neck issues, the nerve issues, uh, he had a broken eye socket. You know, he's had a lot of very, very serious problems uh, with injuries in his career, and this is a guy who's mid-40s who says he doesn't want to have that type of schedule anymore. Um, I could see him, though, having a role like a William Regal in the future. He seems like a really, really smart guy. He's very, very passionate about professional wrestling. Uh, I could absolutely see him being involved in, in AEW or something involved in wrestling. doesn't mean he has to be a performer in the ring. Um, but it's certainly interesting. He seems like a guy who's also happy with going back to the independence and just wrestling when he wants to wrestle and doing the matches he wants to do. He's very much a guy who's very satisfied uh, with the things he's already accomplished. That isn't to say there isn't things he does want to accomplish now. Um, but he, they've also you know, put the brakes on him in terms of uh, making him uh, the top guy in AEW. And, and some could people could tie that to injuries. Maybe they just don't feel like it's safe to go with him as a top guy if he can't sustain it in terms of health and all the different things. Or maybe that's something he does want to do. Uh, but it's certainly interesting that he is not immediately in line to take on MJF. You think you'd be the next big name, especially after MJF took the title off Moxley. You know, they're going with Ricky Starks this week and they're going to have a big match. I'm rooting for uh, uh, both MJF and Ricky Starks to have a great one. I think it's great that they're going with younger talent to try that too. So nothing bad about that. 
Um, other people commenting on the Brian Danielson issue that's coming up here. If Brian Danielson does come back to WWE, it would be speculation considering he, if he's still with AEW. Yeah, he's still with AEW into 2024. Uh, you know something that I've noticed with AEW, says Scott texting in here. When you lose a championship, they kind of keep you off TV, except guys like Moxley and the Elite. Well, they kind of need to keep them on television. Other guys who lose the championship, it's injuries. Uh, so th- that isn't exactly clear, and that isn't always the case. Uh, so thank you guys so much for the comments. I appreciate it. Go ahead and hit the like button if you're watching this video. Uh, yes, if you're uh, just joining us live, uh, go watch it on demand. You know, we have the full story here on a former WWE television executive joining AEW and an update on the William Regal situation. Yes, he is starting with them in January. Uh, also, new videos up on our Facebook Watch channel that you should definitely check out involving all the different things that are going on with Sasha Banks uh this week we have of course episodes coming up with vince russo he'll be doing wrestling outlaws and tonight after Monday Night raw legion of raw we have a fresh episode of smack talk up with dutch mantel talking about all the different things going on in the bloodline is there betrayal in the bloodline bum, bum, bum. yeah so all that fun stuff enjoying yourself i'm having fun isn't it fun to watch wrestling and just chat about it with everybody around the world remember when watching wrestling please do the most important thing for your wrestling health please just take a deep breath i know hit that like button breathe out as you hit the like button and remember enjoy wrestling watch out watch out watch out